draw your strength and courage from him and not yourself to be able to step into those situations with the confidence that God has created you for. I hope that it has been a great couple of days for you and uh, that all is going well for this week. just wanted to know that we are continuing to move into how we uh, can truly honor and uh, glorify God as men, as the ones to be the leaders, not only in the household, but in the kingdom uh, that he has provided for us on this earth and how we could do it uh, by his will. And by his uh, graces that we are here and we are in positions that uh, our love for him shows through to everybody we come in contact with. Uh, had a little event last night. Uh, overslept this morning. So that's one of the reasons that the uh, show's out today on a Wednesday. But it is. I overslept. Uh Big day yesterday, uh, especially for my wife, who is God is working through her and uh, running her through her paces right now, which is uh, pretty amazing to watch. And just to see him bringing out in her who he created her to be. Uh, Just so thankful for that opportunity that God has provided me for that. And it's it's just awesome to watch. Uh, to be a part of and be able to support her in her growth and uh, watch him work through her and show her what she is truly capable of uh, just through her faith that she has in him and how he is uh, growing her. It's uh, pretty amazing uh, to watch. So I'm thankful for that today. But I think today's topic of today's show is the lazy love of God. And I think, especially here in America, uh, men, women, our families, and we see it all throughout the country that here in America, we really do have a lazy love for God, right? We go to church on Sundays, you know, we talk about God when it's convenient, when we're in the right circles, right? We speak you know, we talk about when something good happens in our life, how it's a blessing from God, right? And how that, you know, it's just convenient. God is a convenience for us. It's not a lifestyle for us, right? And it doesn't matter if you're uh, a pastor or, uh, you know, you're a deacon in your church or you're somebody in the church, right? I don't think... In my readings and my limiting understanding, again, this is me talking with you about some of my imperfections. And these are the things that God is really, I believe, calling out in me. And one way I can grow in that is to share with you and hopefully that we can grow together as men to lead our families and to lead our lead our starts with our families. Once we start leading our families and and putting in the work in our families, then God, once we truly 
are invested in our families and growing our families, then God will deliver us to the next step of what he wants. So, uh, like I said, this show, I'm never talking at you. I'm talking with you. I am 100% as much uh, to blame or fall short in a lot of this as I'm speaking about. So, just always know that, men, that uh, this is something we have to do together. This is something we have to grow together in. And by me being able, God bringing it to my attention that this is some of my weaknesses, that maybe a couple of these maybe yours, and that we together can grow and uh, start strengthening those weakest weaknesses that we have. And one way we can do that is always being able to bring Jesus into any conversation, right? The Word of God is always applicable. You know, always we can always apply it to everything that we have in life. Any discussion, any whether it's business, whether it's personal, whether it's finance, whether it's whatever, God's word is always able to be applied in a way that teaches and grows all of us to be better human beings because our ultimate goal here on this earth is to reflect God in everything we do. Therefore, his word provides that opportunity for us right you know there's some first things that we have to do you know when i wake up uh it's not every day and i'm ashamed of that but my before my feet usually hit the ground my prayer is to give open up with a grateful heart be grateful for the day that if god allowed you to open your eyes that he still has a purpose for you and there's something here on this earth that he still needs you or needs to use you for in order to glorify the kingdom to fulfill his purpose because that is our ultimate goal is to glorify the kingdom of heaven in all that we do uh you know and here in america like i said you know, if we go to church on Sunday, it's all about us. It's not really fulfilling what God has called for us, right? To love God, the Lord your God, with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and to love others as you love yourself, right? If we look at just that alone, we realize how we fall short every day, right? And also, you know, there is no other God before our God. That's what he tells us. You shall have no other God before me, period, right? And um, how how are we doing in that? Because we have a lot of gods. I have a lot of gods, football, uh, sports, my phone, right? I have a bunch of little G's ruling my life that I am not honoring God through. I believe that, uh, you know, social media, TV, all of that stuff is uh, is a little G in, in a lot of our lives. Uh, if we're not growing our mind, using the tools that are available to us uh, to to grow our first our relationship with the Father, then we are lacking severely in what He provided it for us to do right it, it it's almost like in my mind you see how 
fast after Jesus' death and resurrection and his ascension back into heaven to sit at the right hand of God, right? That how fast Christianity spread after that point just through the disciples. They didn't have the technology. They didn't have the tools that we have now. It was walking, talking, interacting with people, putting hands on people, right? It was these physical type things, these actions, these works that they were doing that grew Christianity and grew the faith in Jesus Christ that he was the son of God. He, God has provided ways for us to make it so much easier for us to reach out and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? It, this show is is one example to be able to come out here and speak and and put truths out about Jesus Christ is just one tool that we have. You know, we see it on Instagram, Facebook, all the social media platforms, right? There's always somebody preaching the word of God, but it doesn't change the fact that that we still have a lazy love because we're not putting in the action like the disciples did, right? The early church, they were out moving, right? And I don't, we make it look good. I just don't feel like in most churches or most organizations that uh, you're fully putting in the work that God intended, you know, and, and as we talked last, the last few weeks about, you know, or especially Monday about the recap, and that starts with not only your spiritual well-being, wake up, worship God, give him thanks, have a grateful heart, being all these things that we have to give to him, because without him, we have nothing. So, and, and that goes into taking care of your physical health, right? Going back to a diet that is more that is closer to God, not that it's further away, that we eat more of what God intended us to eat so our bodies can be well and stronger and healthy to be able to go out and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, we're not doing that. The trash we eat today is trash, and it's man-made. It's man-processed by chemicals and everything else that are killing our body in order to limit the effect that we can have on God's kingdom, which is this earth. Because we're tired, we're stressed out, we have anxiety, we have all these depression, we have all this stuff. But no, if we get closer to God by giving thanks first thing in the morning and asking for his direction for the day, giving our plans to him and say, but this is yours, not mine. Once we surrender to that, and are honest with ourselves that God is in control, you know, and, and one of my, my mentors and a guy I look up to a lot, and I've mentioned him on this show before, you know, that's what he says over and over again. He realizes that he's not in control, and I am so thankful for that, and, and it's stuck in my head that when I wake up in the morning, my first and number one job and duty is to pray to God and is to ask him for his, to be thankful that he gives me another day to be on this planet, to place the people in my life that he wants me to impact or he wants me to talk to or he wants me to help or he wants me to show Jesus to, right? And then I'm grateful for everything else. Everything else is a bonus, 
that when you wake up, everything else that you have abundantly in your life is by the grace of God. And it's almost like a, not that you have to do it to get the reward, but it's like the more you do for God, the more people you touch, right? And the more you pray to God to bless this, to be, God's going to be in it because you're giving it to him and you're making an impact in showing the love that you have for God, not a lazy love, but a vigorous love, one that puts you out there and you're not afraid of getting criticized, that you're not afraid of what people have to say because it doesn't matter what they have to say because you stand on the truth of the Father, right? By the strength of the Holy Spirit, which was provided by the Son of Jesus, by Jesus Christ, the Son of God, right? And it all comes into a a tight bond between you and the father. And when you have that solid rock, that cornerstone that Jesus is, that we stand on that every truth that we speak comes from that. And we speak it from a position of love, right? Not hate, but love for the person that, Hey, look, what you're doing is wrong. What you're doing is not right because this is the moral code that God put inside of us. And the reason you're struggling is because you won't accept that God put this on your heart and you know, you're fighting against the spirit and that's where your anxiety, depression, all this crap comes from is because if you would just tell God, look, I'm yours, right? Believe in the truth. Then your life will get a whole lot easier. And that's where the love of God, the non-lazy love of God comes from, right? We have to stand on the cornerstone of our belief in our Savior, Jesus Christ, period, in the story. That is where we stand in all situations, no matter what it does to us, because like we said before, this earth is temporary. It's a very short time uh, that we're on this earth. Started out, you could live 936 years, to 120 and now to 80 right but it is my belief that if we are truly honoring god with our spirits with our bodies with our minds and our hearts that what he deemed was 120 years that no man should live past 120 years we can get back to that and it shouldn't be an amazement when a man or a woman lives to be 120 years old it should be the norm but because we have a lazy love for God and we don't implement what he has stated in order for us to be that and love and preach and, and love on people and right. When we don't do those things, when we don't take care of our body, when we trust in what man's done instead of what God gave us, whether it be food, whether it be his word, whether it be the Holy Spirit moving in you not listening to it, right? When we get away from those things, that's the reason Proverbs said 70 to 80, right? Because the further we get away from God, the shorter our life becomes. The closer we get to God, the longer, fuller, more eventful our lives are. Because we trust in him, we believe in him, and we know that everything we need to 
grow, to prosper, to help others, to to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, he has given us all the tools that we need. That's the reason he's creator of the universe. Everything works in unison together. But we somehow as man have been lazy in giving that thanks and that gratitude and that trust to the creator of the universe. We have been lazy in our worship. We have been lazy in our love. We have been lazy in our actions to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have been lazy in all of it. Right? We have a lazy love for God. We do not have a vigorous love for God anymore. Because if we did, every conversation that we spoke, every person that we came in contact, there would be no doubt how much we loved God. Because in every conversation, he would be there. Well, you know, this is what, you know, God's done in my life. You know, this is what the Spirit is telling me about a situation that a friend may be talking about that may be a non-believer right it's not our job and it's not the love of god that gives us the power to change people but through our love of god and through his spirit through the son then it all comes together and once we introduce that and they start to see and we're living our lives in a way that reflects jesus more and more and more and we quit being lazy right like i said in in the rap in the recap rap hey all christian men should be in shape myself included and i don't mean round as a shape i mean physically fit individuals now i'm not talking you have to like i said you don't have to look like the rock right but we do have to be able to walk a mile three miles and still be able to talk to somebody without being out of breath, right? We should be able to move something without being out of breath. And, and that starts with our physical care of our, our temple that God gave us, right? So, you know, your physical is based on your spiritual and your spiritual is based on your physical, right? And, and it all starts with the importance of loving God first, putting him first. Right? So, give up, you give thanks in the morning. First thing, be thankful, be grateful that you have another day. Right? Step one, be grateful. That's number one. Be grateful for everything that you have family, friends, home, shelter, food, air to breathe, right? Water to drink, food to eat. Be grateful for everything. That's how I start. I'm grateful for everything. I might not name everything in my prayer, but I give God for everything. The things that are on my mind and heart when I wake up, those are the things I'm thankful for and include anything else that you bring into my life. I am grateful and I thank you for Father, right? Two, take care of your temple. And this is something where I fall off, like I said on the last show. This is where I am weak, right? This is, I see it in my head. I see it in 
and and I, I guess it's just because you know I'm by myself or whatever. Uh, I, I I spend a lot of time being lazy and sitting on the front porch drinking my coffee, even though I'm uh, maybe reading a devotional or whatever, right? But. Uh, I could do that, listening to it, uh, walking at the same time. There's some steps that I have to take to get better to make sure that I am taking care of my temple, putting better foods into my body, not eating processed foods, not eating the crap, drinking the crap water that man gives us through the taps and through whatever that's filled with all these chemicals that we're now finding out are horrible for the body, right? From tap water to to the meats we eat are 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 crap because they're all processed with chemicals that uh, are killing us, right? Because we trust our government too much and they take advantage of it and they think, ah, oh, well, this one little bit ain't gonna hurt anybody. Well, you're right; it may not hurt you then, but ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty years from now when you say oh i've got this disease or oh i've got this well yeah you keep putting that crap in your body eventually it's going to wear out and eventually it's going to come back to haunt you so we have to take care of our temple we have to be grateful first thing in the morning we have to take care of our temple with some kind of physical exercise putting good things into our body that strengthen this temple so it's one it's a healthy place for the holy spirit to grow and live in us and two that we are able to do what the holy spirit puts on our heart for us to do so take care of your temple be grateful take care of your temple and three use god's word in everything god is everything right that is the true that we should be talking about Jesus, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in every conversation that we have. It should all lead back to God, right? That is a not lazy love. We should not be afraid to speak Jesus <clears throat> excuse me, into anything that we're talking about, you know, whether it just be a simple... Um, what would Jesus do, you know, or how would Jesus handle this situation? <clears throat> or what does God's word say about this? You know, even if it's not, you know, we have to put God back in everything we do, whether people like it or don't. He is the truth, the way, the truth, the light. Right. We have to put him back first in everything and quit being lazy about worrying about hurting somebody's feelings there's a whole show i did on that too god don't care about your god doesn't care about your feelings he wants to bring joy into your life he wants you to have joy he wants you to have contentment he wants you to have peace through him that yes this life's going to be hard this life's going to suck at times but we can be joyful and content where he has us because we know he's in control and we know that because he trusts us 
because we have shown our faith in him that he puts hard things on those he can trust for us to be blessings for other people. Is it always pleasant? Is it always fun? Is it always? No. But we can be joyful in that moment because of the faith and trust that we have in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, God, because he is in control. And everything will be used for his benefit, even our lives. So we have to quit being lazy and let him use us. And when we start allowing him to use us like he wants to use us and truly going all in for the love of God to the point of looking crazy to the rest of the world, (laughs) that's what we're supposed to do. That's where we're supposed to be. But we have to start with some basics, right? Be grateful. Be knowing and trusting that God has given you this life. He has given you what you have. Honor that by being grateful and asking him to use you in what he wants you to do. Take care of your physical body, right? Take care of the temple in which God resides. Do that and bring God into everything. Everything, those three things, those simple things, that if we can start implementing and building habits and making those day staples in our daily lives, man, we will be what God wants us to be. When we don't waver and when we don't back down in those three areas of our life, then we are working in God's will to honor God, to give him everything that we have and that goes now you know being grateful in their tithing and all of these things that we should honor god with that we should give back to god because he's been gracious enough to give them to us that is the point one uh one verse that sticks out to me and 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 it's it really hit me and bringing it all together, right? And it's a couple of verses, right? And it's in Matthew 10, and it's verses 34 through 37. It says, Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves the father or mother or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. That's it. Jesus tells you right there. Everything we do in this life, circled, starts and ends with Jesus Christ. We start our day being grateful to Jesus Christ for this time that he has given us. It may be a half a day. It may be a full day, right? But it doesn't matter. We have to speak Jesus into everything. And me, number one, and I know most of us 
love Jesus, but we don't practice Jesus. Right? We don't. If people looked at you, they would see very little Jesus. Because I know they look at me and see very little Jesus, even though I do this show. Right? And I'm trying to get better. One step at a time. Being thankful. Taking care of my body. The big thing that I have to do. Like we said on the last show. It's one of my things that I'm trying to get better at. Because I understand that if my temple is weak, I can't go out and serve God the way he's called me to serve. And God in everything. Jesus in everything. Right? If we start putting Jesus back into everything, his principles, his word, and the way he wants us to live our life, this world will start to see the change. And it's only going to come by the men who stand together unified in the word of Christ that we are the warriors in this world that are to speak the truth and combat the evil that is going on. And you say warrior, and it's not always a physical war, right? Because we're to love each other as we love ourselves. We don't want to beat ourselves up. This ain't the fight club in spirituality, even though we find ourselves there at times, right? This is not that. Jesus says, hey, you're going you're gonna to suffer, right? You're going to get beat up, but keep getting up. Right. I mean, Rocky's a perfect example. If we want to talk about movies and references, you know, he never gave up. Just keep getting up. Keep giving God the glory that thank you for this butt kicking, kicking I got today because not that I lost, but because I learned so much from it. Right. And every failure, there is a lesson of success, a building block to success in being better at passing on the word and will of Jesus Christ in your life to others, to show them through your faith that you are a true believer and that Jesus does control your life and your actions. But it starts with those three basic steps. Implement them in your life. Be grateful for everything. Good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. Take care of your temple. Do something that strengthens it physically because exercise has already been proved. Physical endurance has already been proved. The more that that puts us in a more positive state. And when we're in a more positive state, then we can more act like Jesus. Jesus was always there. His disciples were always there. Why? Because they had to walk every freaking where they went. So they were able they were physically able to do what jesus has called them to do right so we have to get back to doing that and then bring jesus christ the father and the holy spirit into every conversation that we have with believers non-believers whatever we have to bring the truth of jesus christ into everything that we do we can start Implementing those three steps, those three basic steps into our everyday lives, no matter what it costs us, in those three steps, then we are on a path to growing bigger and better for God, for the Father, for the kingdom, for the Son, 
for everybody that the Son wants to touch and everybody that the Son puts in front of us through the Holy Spirit in order for us to impact their lives in a way that grows and glorifies the kingdom of heaven because that is our mission. That is our that is God's will for us. That is his design for us, that we may worship him, that we may love him, and that we may go out and spread that to the world. If we're going to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, but we've dropped the ball somewhere and we're not taking care of the command that God gave us in the beginning to love our God with all our hearts and all our soul, souls and all our minds. And love our neighbors as ourselves. And have no other God before him. None. The TV, phone, wife, kids, family. None of that comes before Jesus Christ. We can start doing that, men. Those three things. Grateful. Build your temple. And speak God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit into everything that you do. Men, we will overcome the trouble that is in this world. But men, we have to stick together. We have to hold each other accountable. Me included. You know, I need I need people in my life. Hey, fat boy, did you work out today? Hey, what have you done to glorify God? You know, these are the questions not how's your day going? No, it's brother. What have you done to glorify God today? You know, were you grateful this morning when you woke up? Hold, hold, hold each other accountable to these three things. Just these three. Every single day. Right? If you've got a group of guys, hey, are you, how are you, how are you worshiping God today? How are you spreading the gospel? Are you keeping your temple strong? Right? Where is God coming in your conversations today? We can hold each other accountable on those three basic things. We'll start winning, men. And we, as men, have to hold each other accountable in order to get that done. So, as you go out and do what you do today, men, answer the call of men.